You're listening to Simple Roads Radio, and today is episode 100. I mean, how did we even get here? Like 100 episodes. I am just so thankful for you. And today, we're going to top it all off with the podcast of all podcasts on what your poop is telling you about your health. Oh, I know. Welcome to Simple Roots Radio with Alexa Schoen. Alexa believes that simplicity in life is the key to achieving true and lasting health. And now your host, Alexa Schoen. Welcome back to this podcast. This is podcast number three in the series on your most embarrassing health questions answered. And it's all on poop or bowel movements if you want to be a little more professional and what it has to tell you about your health. Now, these are short episodes, but it's my hundredth episode. I mean, I am so blown away by the fact that you have been tuning in for a hundred episodes. I am just beyond grateful for that. And because of that, because we made it this far and there are so many of you, I just wanted to do a little special giveaway to show you my appreciation. So for the 100th episode, I am hosting a giveaway where you have one week to enter. Basically, what I'm going to give away is one of my favorite bathroom packages, my favorite bathroom products that you'll be getting. And the second giveaway is my favorite kitchen products that includes a matcha kit. So you're going to want to follow along with the giveaway details because in order to be registered for the giveaway, what you have to do is you have to leave a rating and review. Yes, I've told you a hundred times how important the ratings and reviews are, but they literally are the lifeblood of the show. They make the podcast findable and visible by other people. And the more ratings and reviews, the more people who will hear about it. So to leave a rating and review and to register for this giveaway, you have to go to the show notes, which can be found at simplewordswellness.com backslash 100. That's one zero zero. Or just to head on over to leave a review, just go to simplewordswellness.com backslash review. Takes two minutes out of your time. You only have to do it once. Now, if you've already left a rating or review before and you still wanna be registered for the giveaway, just sign up again in the show notes and leave the name that you put in the review section so I know that you had left one before. Anyways, that's confusing. All the details are in the show notes. You're gonna wanna head over there because I have so many products that I'm giving away and I hope that you win. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being here. I can't wait for another 100 episodes and what's coming up this year. I mean, there's so much goodness coming up. Um, But to get back to today's podcast, because I promised that these are short episodes, I wanna get right into today's show, which is all about poop. Now I know, no one wants to talk about bowel movements, but everyone thinks about it. When I asked your most embarrassing health questions and what they were, the most common question centered around our bowel movements and what that means and how we can make them healthier. So just to explain quickly what our poop is, basically it's the leftover food waste along with mucus and other bacteria that might be in your GI tract that your body doesn't need. It's just going to be excreted. So it's basically the leftovers, the, the waste, um, and it's a, just a dumping ground for excess material that your body doesn't need to use. Why does this matter? Well, because if you're not pooping right or regular enough, then something could be terribly wrong inside of you. Now, how do you tell if it's wrong, right? That's that's the question I got. Like, what does stringy poop mean? What does the color mean? Um, how about consistency? Like, is it okay just to go two or three times a week? Now, there actually is a chart that been created with images, of course, cartoon images, of when and why you should be concerned about your poop at different levels. So it has seven different types of stools, 
And you can go on there and see if it's abnormal or normal and what that could possibly mean. So it's called the Bristol stool chart. I'm gonna have a picture in the show notes so you can head on over there and see that. But it really will explain more in depth if you should be concerned. Now, I think, again, that the most concerning thing, kind of like food, is not necessarily the consistency, although we can talk about that, but I think the most concerning thing is how often and when you go to the bathroom. Because here's the deal. What you're not using, you're losing. But the saying goes, if you're not losing it, then you're probably using it, and that includes all the bad things. So just as food comes in, if it's not coming out, the question is, where is it going, right? Like what goes in must come out. And if it's not coming out, it's being utilized. However, we don't want our body to use everything that it's taking in. We want it to go smoothly and efficiently. And the more efficiently this happens, the process of what you take in coming back out, the more efficiently we often find your metabolism to be. However, you can be to the extreme on that side and have diarrhea and other things like that where you're going, three plus times a day to the bathroom. That's not great either because then are you even using it becomes the question. But we wanna fall right in the middle, like the perfect middle of not going too few times in a week but not going too many times in a day and just kind of settle into a normal consistency. And when we see that normal consistency, it's a great judge of what's happening inside the body, meaning probably things are running smoothly. Because like anything in your body, it takes hormones and it takes enzymes and it takes muscle functioning and contractions for your GI system to work well. And if our GI system's working well, then probably in most cases, other things inside the body are working just as well. So we want our body to run efficiently. If your GI system, if your tube is running too slowly, it could mean that there's a blockage or something obviously really severe going on, but it could also mean maybe you're just taking in way more than your body needs and it's slowing your metabolism down. Now, there are times in our life when we like to see food move slower through your GI system, like during pregnancy, right? When your body needs a lot more nutrients, it's gonna slow things down so that it has time to absorb everything it needs. Now, this, of course, can lead to constipation, which is a lot of times what pregnant women suffer with, but in general, we really don't wanna see constipation either. A great frequency would be one to two times a day, maybe even three. If you're not going daily, we really have to start questioning Are things working well? And could we enhance that? Every other day, maybe. But definitely, if you're not going at least every other day, and I really find for my personal clients and myself, if you're not going every day, I really like to look and trying to enhance the flow through your GI system. Because again, if you're not losing that, then maybe you're lowering your immune system and there's more bacteria that's willing to sit in there and you're just holding on to toxic waste that your body doesn't need. We want to dump that. So going one to three times a day is considered average, but it's really what's normal for you. So if two times a day is pretty normal, then that's your flow. If one time a day is normal, that's your flow. If even three times a day, which we more often see in men than women, that's normal. However, if you're going three times a day and it's diarrhea, well, then we have to talk about it. So yes, consistency does matter. And on the Bristol stool chart, which you'll find in the show notes, you can find the different types and how those are shaped and what that means. Of course, hard, lumpy stools are not ideal, maybe a sign of dehydration or not enough fiber. On the other hand, diarrhea or liquid consistency can mean other in, other things like inflammation and whatnot. So you wanna have a smooth consistency. And on top of that, when we talk about the ease at which it flows, it should come out relatively quickly. Like 
I think, you know, you, you read all the time or you watch movies and, you know, there's a stack of magazines in the bathroom and it, it just goes to show or it's trying to normalize that maybe it takes a little bit of work and a lot of bit of time to sit on the toilet and have a number two. But that's really not ideal. Like if you're straining or working or sitting there for long periods of time and it's really not coming out, that's not ideal place to be either. It really should come out with ease. And we often see this in kids. I mean, it's just a great example that they don't really have to work it that hard and it happens relatively quickly. That should be the same thing in our own life. So some things that you wanna look for for a healthy bowel movement is consistency of the stool. How I mean, talking about consistency, not the texture, but we also wanna see consistency in that and a a nice soft stool with structure, like it's holding itself together, but consistency in that you wanna have an even consistency day in and day out. And also another good judge of if your body is working well is that you'll generally have a bowel movement around the same time every single day. So if you go in the morning, you should always be going in the morning and morning really is an ideal time to go. So that's the idea, that's the general norm with stools. So if you're not having one daily, I think that we need to look into other measures. Now, it could be a hormonal thing. Most often it is. It could be a dehydration thing. It could be food allergies or sensitivities or that you have high inflammation going on. It could be a structural thing going on inside your body like excess fascia or scar tissue or maybe your back is out of alignment and your nerves aren't just working or aren't firing as well. So there's a lot of areas in which we can find ways to enhance that. I think that they're all linked to different things. So if you have a hormonal issue that's causing constipation, it's probably causing other things like uh, irregular period or cramping or acne Um, or you're on thyroid medications, which medications in general can really slow down your GI system or increase it. Like it usually goes on either end. So you have to be aware of that as well. Um, But you can kind of link these things like these structural things or these enzymatic things to other issues in the body. So for instance, if it's a digestive problem, then maybe you have acid reflux or you have some kind of leaky gut going on and you don't digest your food well, then you know that the issue starts further up and the GI system rather than just the colon. So those are all things to look for. Now, when it comes to color, color can mean a lot of different things. In general though, color is not that concerning because most often it has to do with what we're eating. So obviously the normal color, the standard color is a light brown or dark brown color, um, and this is normal. The black color is probably the most concerning because if it's black, fully black, It could mean that you have some kind of internal bleeding happening earlier up that's dried blood that's coming out, making it look black. That's probably one of the most concerning colors that we have. However, food can make it turn black too. So more of a consistency thing. Is it black day in and day out rather than just a once in a while occurrence? Also, taking note of what you ate because what you ate can influence the color. So if you have brown that's normal black, you probably should go to a medical professional and get that checked out. Green poop um, could mean that food is moving way too fast through your intestines and you're not able to absorb it. However, if you're eating a lot of greens or leafy greens, it can also turn your bowels green as well. But if it's consistent again, then maybe you should start to evaluate, is food moving too quickly that my body's not absorbing it? Then we go into yellow, which can mean fat malabsorption. So if your poop has a very yellow tint, um, we can look at things like, are your bile ducts working well? Is their liver working well? So that um, can mean that. And then just light colored 
poop, even going to whitish poop, could definitely indicate something is wrong with the bile ducts of your body because the bile is what is actually creating the brown color of normal. So if there's no brown and it's very lacking pigmentation, then we can start to see, okay, is there something wrong with the bile of the body? And of course, red, um, bright red can mean blood. However, it's not always concerning if it's bright red, although I have to tell you that you should probably go to a medical professional and get it checked out, but it could just mean hemorrhoids, which hemorrhoids are due to straining or pushing or having excessively hard and large bowels, which could be a sign of dehydration or food insensitivities and other things. So that's kind of the the basis of poop. Do I worry about color? No, unless it's consistent. I'm more worried about the consistency or how often you're going to the bathroom and the ease at which it comes. So I think that's the biggest starting point. Often the color is, is just due to food. However, it is important to note. So what are some things that can influence our bowel movements? And I think this is the most important part. And what I'm talking about in the show notes is five ways to help you have a smoother bowel movement and a few of my favorite products to do that if you're really struggling. So what can help you go to the bathroom, go number two better? Um, Fiber, of course, consuming more natural fibers from fruits and vegetables. That's a basis or insoluble fiber. That's what creates the structure in which everything kind of binds and leaves your system. It's so important to have natural fibers. So if you're if you have excess diarrhea or you're constipated, maybe try upping your fiber from leafy greens or any kind of vegetable and fruits. The second thing is fluids. Dehydration is the number one cause of constipation. So making sure that you have plenty of hydration in your body. Next, it's flora. Of course, we talk about our good and bad gut bacteria. And if our flora or microflora or bacteria and our GI system is off, it can change the entire scope of digestion and excretion via your bowels. So things like a probiotic or taking eating prebiotics um, and really feeding that gut bacteria well can make all the difference. It's also why medication can oftentimes change our bowel movements is simply because it's changing the microflora in our gut and it's not able to do the job that it's designed. So the flora in our gut is helping with absorption, but it's also helping further break down starches and indigestible fibers and other things so that your body can actually excrete it in the body. So it's super important. So again, Again, probiotics and eating lots of prebiotics and limiting as many medications as you can. And sugar is another one that kills microflora or just the quote unquote Western diet. Then fitness. And we can't not talk about going number two without talking about fitness because like everything in your body, your GI tract is just a large muscle, right? It's moving based on muscular movements and contractions. And one great way to help things keep moving through your system is to move your body. Because when you move your body, you're moving everything, including your lymphatic system and your GI system, which often has a more difficult time in a sedentary body where those muscles just aren't strengthened. So being physically fit every day is important. It doesn't mean intensity or duration. It just means, you know, getting more steps and choosing to get up and move, whatever that looks like. And then of course, other things are fats, eating enough healthy fats, which are lubricating to your bowels. So things like avocados and egg yolks and all the healthy fats that I've ever given you can really help lubricate and just smooth the process out. And the last thing that always affects everything is stress. 
Stress causes an inflammatory response. It changes our hormonal chemistry in the body and your enzymes and bile are all based on your hormonal flow and this communication signal. So if our neuropeptides and our hormones are off, it's going to change our digestive system. And you know this, right? Like if you go to a hotel or you travel, most people are less apt to have regular bowel movements and it's because it's a more protective mechanism. So we tend to be more tense and uptight and on unfamiliar places. And that stress response can really decrease the flow of your GI system. On the other hand, anxiousness and nervousness can actually increase that and cause diarrhea. That's why the line of the porter potties before any kind of race is so long, right? Um, We get the quote unquote nervous poops is what some people call them. And again, a very unscientific term for what really does happen is that nerves can cause your body to excrete anything because it wants to exert its energy towards the muscles, towards protection and running and other things that you need to do, not towards digestion. So it will get rid of anything stopping it. So those are some basic things that you should think about if you're not having regular bowel movements. Again, over in the show notes, I give all the details on five ways, the ways that we covered here on how to have a healthier bowel movement. But if you want some additional resources, I think that there are three main things that I think that can really help bowel movements flow. One of them is magnesium. Now, I'm not a huge supplement pusher, but I really do believe in the power of magnesium and what it can do in the body. And if we go with averages, they estimate that 98% of America is deficient in magnesium. And what magnesium does is it's a natural relaxant. So it's not gonna make you, it's not gonna make you drowsy, but it's gonna help you relax. So not only is it gonna help you sleep, which will help your bowels, but it's gonna help all of your muscles to relax and kind of let go. So if you're struggling with stress or being uptight or constipation, it can help your your bowels and your intestines to relax and just let the waste flow out. So that's one. The second thing is called the squatty potty or just the position of squatting when you're going number two. And yes, your position can change the flow of that because it unkinks your tubes and your sphincters, allowing, allowing them to open up and allow the waste to run through. So the squatty potty is just a technique that brings your legs into the correct position when you're trying to go to the bathroom, which helps you to not strain as much. And I, we here use the squatty potty. I don't know if this is TMI, but we use the squatty potty and it has made a huge difference in ease. Like there's no struggle at all. It's super quick, efficient, and it's over. You wouldn't have to purchase a specific squatty potty. Any bench will do. And it literally is just elevating your knees slightly higher than your waist. And that helps that flow. And the third thing is drinking a glass of water every single morning. I promote this over and over and over again, and it really does kick off that digestive system and get things flowing right away in the morning, even before you eat. It's critical to rehydrate our GI tract and our body in general, and just, again, get things moving in the right direction, the direction of out where we want it to go. So that's my two cents on healthy bowel movements. I hope it was beneficial. Again, these are your most embarrassing health questions asked, but to get specific about the question, does stringy green poop mean anything harmful? And it absolutely can in that case, meaning maybe food's moving too quickly through your body. Um, And doing things like I recommend, adding more fiber, more movement, checking for food allergies and sensitivities can make all the difference in helping you live a healthier life. Remember this. 
What goes in must come out. And if it's not coming out, where is it going? I don't know. I'll let you ponder that one for a while. In the meantime, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of my most embarrassing health questions. Next time we do this episode, my host, my co-host for these shows will be back on air with me. But before we go, don't forget to register for the giveaway for the 100th episode. I mean, all the balloons and all the confetti should be shooting off at this moment. So just imagine that. And like I said, thank you so much for tuning in. I want you to know in this 100th episode that this is only made possible by you. These episodes are designed for you to help you on your health journey. So please, please, please keep sending questions and ideas for the show because I really wanna make it what is beneficial for you. To send me an email, just use the email address alexa at simplerootswellness.com. That's my personal address that yes, I'm giving out on air because I believe in responding to each and every single one of you. So thank you so much for tuning in. Keep the ideas, the questions coming in and let's make the next hundred better than the first. Thank you so much. And I'll see you over in the show notes for that giveaway.